0: Hey, I'm Melissa. I'm Jam. And I'm a chemist. And I'm not. And welcome to Chemistry for Your Life.
1: The podcast helps you understand the chemistry of your everyday life.
0: Okay, Jam. I'm so excited about today's episode.
1: Okay. I'm ready to be excited about it too once I find out what it is.
0: Okay. We're going to talk about why apples turn brown. Oh. You know, you cut them and then they get that brown layer.
1: The inside part. You're not talking about like rotten apples. You're talking about like the part... Yeah, yeah, when you Mm -hmm. take some bites or whatever, and it turns brown.
0: And the weirdest thing happened, though. I was so excited about this that I told a few people. Uh Everyone asked, but what about, is it all fruit? Does all fruit turn brown for the same reason? (laughs) I was like, okay, I guess I'll answer that, too. So my answer is, yes, most fruit turns brown for the same reason. So I'm just answering it straight out the gate.
1: Okay, okay. But apples are better than most fruit, and so it's kind of like... You know,
0: for some reason, I only thought about apples in the beginning until all the people asked me that question. So <laughs>
1: maybe it's more notorious with apples. I mean, like maybe so. They are pretty light colored inside, and then brown. I mean, I remember first seeing an apple turn brownish as a kid and being like, "Oh, mom, I think this apple's not good anymore." She's like, mm-hmm. "No, it's fine. You can eat it." It's like it looks pretty gnarly, s- yeah. yeah, and contrasting to what it's supposed to look like.
0: hmm. Well. We're going to talk about why it turns brown, but we're also going to talk about why that apple, why that lemon juice trick works. Okay. And we're going to talk about this fun extra thing I discovered. (laughs) I'm so excited about it.
1: Is there a a contingency on this fun? Do I have to get something, achieve something? No, I'm so excited.
0: I'm going to tell you no matter what.
1: Oh, good. (laughs) All right. Good.
0: Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm in. So why do you think, what have you heard about why apples turn brown? Oxygen. That's exactly right. That's what everyone says. Everyone says, isn't it just oxidation of some kind? Isn't it just oxygen reacting with it? But my question for you is, do you guys really know, you, Jam, and all the people who said that to me, and all the listeners listening, do you really know what it means that it's exposed to air and it turns brown?
1: I didn't realize I was going to be lumped in with the masses like a a swine. (laughs) i'm one of the elite too okay even though i don't <laughs> know stuff i'm in on this with you and i okay. find the stuff out and other people don't know about it i find it out a little earlier <laughs> um let me think i just i didn't say that knowing that i could like thinking that it would even be right i just that's all i could think of
0: well that's that's the first part so, so do you want a second to think about if you can describe it
1: yes i do think of is that it's a part of the apple that was until you cut it or bit it was protected by its skin and stuff so you've exposed it Um, and that would explain why apples last a long time before you've like cut them open or something so is it just that oxygen and maybe even other things in the air I don't know um, start to like, I don't even know what to say is happening. Like, it's getting at the part that was protected. Yes. It is like mm-hmm. starting to make something happen that the apple is able to prevent before trees. It's in trees' best interest to keep their fruit in good condition as long as possible. Yeah. But is it like, is it similar to what happens with, with rotting or no?
0: Well, I'm just going to stop and say your idea is actually a really good one, that it's a protected part that's no longer protected. And now something happens. That's key. Okay. so I but I'm also going to say I wanted you to have the opportunity to do that because I think a lot of people are like, I know what happens. It gets exposed to the air and then it turns brown. And sort of like with rainbows, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people know that without knowing all of the why behind it.
1: Right. The why is is the only part that's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's not interesting to just know that things happen.
0: (laughs) But it sort of feels like you know because you know it has to do with the air.
1: Right. And everybody feels like I'm qualified to know anything about apples. I eat (laughs) apples too.
0: Exactly. It's like I don't know if people feel that way, but (laughs) I just always think it's good for us to stop and think like, how much do I really know about this? Right. So that's why I wanted to do that. Because my answer to it was about the same. I was like, it gets oxidized, which I know what oxidizing is. And so I got the first half of it somewhat right, but I didn't know any of what I'm about to tell you. And that is always very exciting for me.
1: Is it breaking it down? Is kind of, I guess, the better way I should have said it. Not like rotting, but Not like breaking really. something down.
0: Not really. Okay. So we'll talk, but we can talk about it. Kind okay. of. All right. Okay. So when you cut into fruit uh-huh. and expose it to air, The part that has been protected, like you said, is no longer protected. Yeah. So the damaged cells release an enzyme. Does this Uh, sound familiar?
1: It does sound familiar. And that
0: enzyme is activated in oxygen Mm -hmm. to oxidize certain types of alcohols that are in the sugar
2: Mm -hmm.
0: to uh, what's called a quinone. Basically, they just add bonds to oxygen. Mm -hmm. And that forms a protective layer Mm -hmm. that keeps that part of the fruit safe. Nice. So now imagine the apple on a tree and it Uh gets nicked and that part is exposed Uh and it'll brown over, but it still grows. Uh Uh-huh. It's protecting that layer of the apple against bacteria.
1: Nice.
0: So just like with onions, it's protecting itself. That's crazy. It's
1: so crazy.
0: It is so crazy.
1: It's, I mean, like, I think whenever we did the onions episode, which if you have not listened to, please go back and listen to it.
0: It's one of my top five favorites of all time.
1: So fun to learn about that. That one's like a protective in a way that feels almost like, like, um, it's a lot more defensive. Offensive. Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, like, but it is based on the fact that something happened to it first.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's,
1: it is a defense. It's like okay, pepper yeah. spray. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's, you didn't start it. Right. With the pepper spray, you're responding mm-hmm. to being harmed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's so much more about causing something to the person or thing mm-hmm. or whatever. Whereas in this case, it's just trying to protect its fruit further. Mm-hmm. Like the brown part doesn't harm us. Right. It's like, ah, oh, like my lips are burning. Or something, right. <laughs> which would be horrible. It's like, you got to eat those apples fast. <laughs> um, but that's crazy because it is just trying to keep it alive longer or keep it growing longer or whatever right that's nuts
0: well it gets crazier oh really mm-hmm. so that happens and you're like that's amazing that yeah. is so amazing that's the initial reaction again almost the same type of thing when it's damaged it does that uh-huh. but the thing it forms called quinones i have worked with quinones very little but i have and they're not brown uh-huh. so i was like Okay, (laughs) what's going on here? (laughs) Everyone says it's this enzyme called polyphenol oxidase, and it turns these polyphenols Mm -hmm. from polyphenols into quinones, but none of that's brown. I'm like, "Mm, I've got some questions. Yeah. So I went and looked into it further, Mm -hmm. and actually those quinones, it's the type of compound it turns into after oxidizing. Uh Uh-huh. Can react with one another to mm-hmm. form polymers that are brown.
1: Just like my art reaction. Just
0: like my art polymers reaction. Polymers are all
1: delicious and brown mm-hmm. in that case, too. Huh.
0: Yeah, so the flavor doesn't change a ton right. from these. And it is more of just that protective layer mm-hmm. is against bacteria, is then reacting further. But
1: it is a little slimier, though. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: It's got that little polymer on there. Like it does superficially change, like yeah. the texture, the color, that changes, but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't change the the taste level of health. Like it's not right. unsafe. Right. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: It's actually better for you. So it's better to like skin an apple, leave it out on the counter for an hour, and then eat it.
0: I don't think there's any scientific evidence behind that. You can look up the scientific. It's called raw apples. You You
1: should only be eating raw apples. Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. So that's it. That's why your apple turns brown.
1: Dude, that's crazy.
0: It is so crazy. It's so cool. I was so excited. I thought, I can't believe there are more things like onions. I just get so excited when I learn crazy, cool new stuff like that. And I've always noticed my apple turning brown and I've always been frustrated, but it's actually protecting you. Mm
1: -hmm, mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And it does not change the level of safety you can still eat it it's still good it's just protecting itself it's just trying to Mm -hmm. make sure that no bacteria can get in and mess up that fruit
1: it's fascinating how much of nature is just trying to protect itself Mm -hmm. like whether it's a plant or an insect or animal or whatever
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's just so cool there's so much there it's like man i just would never have thought that so many things would be answered by that question
0: i know onions
1: apples man
0: onions apples lots of enzymes taking care of business
1: one time, one of the most memorable times I have of an apple being brown was I ate part of an apple and put it on my dad's desk and then literally a day later, um, I was like five probably, my grandmother was at her house and she was like, whose apple is this? And I was a little bit scared to like, I mean, just of not wanting to in trouble because I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's mine, but it's brown now. She's like, oh, it's okay. You can you can still eat it. It's it's fine. It tastes the same. And I didn't want to say I left it there yesterday. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And just took it and was like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, so good. And just like took a bite out of it, expecting it to not taste great, but also wanted to act like.
0: You weren't going to get in like, trouble. Yeah, yeah, and
1: like I didn't leave it there yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm. How did it taste?
1: I don't It was probably fine. I probably <laughs> like as soon as you turned around and went and threw it away just because I was superstitious.
0: I did want to say, okay, the polymer is called melanin, Mm -hmm. the polymer that's formed when they react with each other. And we didn't explain a lot about the definition of enzymes. We have talked about that before.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But basically all an enzyme does is help a reaction happen. So it's likely that these polyphenols would have oxidized just in air, but very, very slowly. Mm -hmm. And because that enzyme is formed, it helps make that reaction go much faster. Okay. So we've talked about that in the past. I think we did talk about it in depth on the onion episode. Mm-hmm. So you can go back and check some of those out.
1: Yeah. I have a feeling i might to get some of those words mixed up. i try to explain this. Okay. So you have an apple mm-hmm. or other kinds of fruit, but apple this mm-hmm. is the one we all think of first. You take a bite or you cut it open or whatever, and it's sitting there. You've just damaged a lot of cells in this thing. Mm-hmm. So the apple built-in response to that kind of situation is to release and they release an enzyme or they release the mm-hmm. polyphenol.
0: The polyphenols, the polyphenols are or phenol, it doesn't matter, uh, are in that fruit already.
1: Okay, okay. So it releases an enzyme mm-hmm. and it reacts with or something's with the polyphenol mm-hmm. and oxidizes Mm -hmm. which forms a polymer yes that's that's the brown part but the part even that happens already before then is to protect whatever part is damaged or exposed or whatever yes and the is the polymer protective or is it a like kind of just byproduct effect
0: so i believe the quinones that are formed so initially the polyphenols uh-huh. interact with oxygen. This has to be in the presence of oxygen okay? and the enzyme to become oxidized okay. into a different type of compound called quinone.
1: Called quinone. Okay. Once that all happens, the oxidation has happened, then it's a quinone.
0: And then the quinone polymer polymerizes. Okay. So I think the quinone has some toxic properties to certain types of bacteria. I don't know for a fact. I saw that in one source, couldn't confirm it anywhere else, but it seems like something in the oxidized state Mm -hmm. is going to be protective.
1: Remind me what the quinone like reacts with or whatever's with to form the polymer itself itself.
0: It reacts with other quinones. Okay. And just, I don't know if anyone cares about this, Mm -hmm. but all a, polyphenol is it Mm -hmm. sounds like a big word it's a ring of six carbons that are nice and holding hands Mm -hmm. it's called an aromatic ring Mm -hmm. and they're in this nice six-membered ring and it's very stable and it has multiple alcohol groups so that's why it's called a polyphenol okay and then These alcohol groups, which are an OH group, are changed to just have two bonds to the oxygen and they get rid of the hydrogen. And that's why it's called oxidation. There's extra bonds to the oxygen. And we also talked about that extra bonds to oxygen in the bleach episode. Mm -hmm. Got it. So don't worry too much about the structures or anything like that. That's just all the enzyme is doing is helping there be more bonds to oxygen. And that's why it's called oxidizing.
1: Okay. So... The quinones react with themselves, other quinones. Mm -hmm. And that forms a polymer, which is what we see as the apple turning brown.
0: Yep. Some nice brown melanin polymer.
1: Interesting.
0: Isn't that amazing?
1: Yeah, that really is.
0: I am amazed. I'm blown away. I was so amazed. And while I was reading it, I kept finding all, reading about this, studying about this, I found all these papers studying these enzymes and how quickly they happen uh-huh. and what gets oxidized and all this stuff in these chemistry journals. There are people who are studying what gets oxidized on the surface of bananas and that is dopamine. Is uh-huh. one of the things they found. and So there's all this really cool stuff. They studied the optimal pH uh-huh. and the pH is a level of acidity. The optimal pH is Closer to neutral for mm-hmm. this reaction to happen. So that's why when you squeeze lemon juice on an apple, the reaction can't happen because it's very acidic, which means the pH is very low.
1: It's weird. W- what situations do people squeeze lemon juice on apples?
0: You've never heard that? uh uh-uh. You squeeze lemon juice on an apple to keep it from getting brown if you're not going to eat it right away.
1: Oh. You cut up your apple. Like a- you're
0: not ready for it. Squeeze some lemon juice on it. Interesting. Same thing for avocados. Squeeze some lemon juice on them. Huh. And those slices of apples that they sell in the store that are chopped up, but don't have anything on it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they'll soak them in vitamin C, which is ascorbic acid. So it has a low enough pH to wear. Whoa. That doesn't happen. And it, it's in the acidic environment that keeps the enzyme from working. That's nuts. Isn't that amazing?
1: Yeah, that really is.
0: I was having so much fun learning about this. It was so incredible to me. And then I found uh-huh. the craziest thing of all. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Not only.
1: Please tell me as fast as possible. I can't wait any longer. <laughs> I have to know so badly. I can't wait any longer. Please don't make me wait any longer. Not Please just only, tell me.
0: <laughs> not only has someone modified an apple uh-huh. to not turn brown, but it has been approved by the USDA and it is on shelves now. You can buy Apples that don't turn brown. Uh, How? They modified the RNA, I believe, which is uh, beyond my scope completely.
1: But wait a second. What are we losing? What are we losing by not having the apple be able to turn brown?
0: All they've done is suppress the expression of that enzyme. The gene that expresses that enzyme is my understanding. But... They are made by a place called Okanagan Specialty Foods, Mm -hmm. and they go by the name Arctic Granny and Arctic Golden. Hmm. So if you find an Arctic Granny or an Arctic Golden apple, cut it up and see how it doesn't ever change to brown.
1: Well, would that like, is that protective element gone then too? Like the apple gets nicked in transit?
0: Possibly. Dang.
1: That's what I, was I thinking, don't know like, because what are we I, haven't,
0: I haven't had one nor have I experienced it.
1: Listeners, keep your eyes peeled and we will too to find one of these apples somewhere.
0: That would be amazing. Yeah. Now that I know to look for it, right now I only eat Pink Lady apples. Love Pink Lady. And I only cut into them. I do not bite into apples. Huh. I only chop them into slices. I don't like the way it makes my teeth feel the bite into it. Interesting. Sometimes they do turn brown and it makes me sad. Uh-huh. They don't turn brown as quickly. I think they're tart. I think they might be a little bit more acidic uh-huh. as those red apples do. They turn brown super fast. Right. But I would be interested to check out an apple that doesn't.
1: Yeah. Me Me too. I'm also really glad that apples don't respond like onions do because seriously, the only thing that keeps me from just snacking on a raw onion is the fact that I would be crying. <laughs> so like, I'm so glad that apples are dead too.
0: Yeah. So that's it. Sweet. Isn't that amazing? They have ge- genetically modified yeah. these apples to not turn brown and they're on shelves and you can buy them and there are people studying all of this about why apples turn brown and bananas turn brown Uh and avocados. And it just is amazing to me that people are working on things like that.
1: Yeah, that really is amazing. And like, maybe there is more of a benefit to it than we could think of. But also, wouldn't just the knowledge and ability to kind of adjust things like that be enough benefit for some potential unknown future Mm -hmm. thing? Yeah. So it's like, maybe it's just a nice to have for now, as far as we know. Right. But maybe it has a future huge importance.
0: Yeah. I think it's really cool.
1: Yeah. And I can't do it. So I'm glad that somebody else figured out how to.
0: Yeah. I really, I'm consistently blown away by the things I learn when we tackle topics for this show. So I was amazed. I thought it was fun. Couldn't wait to share it. So excited about how apples are protecting themselves and how people are learning how to change that. Both of those things blew my mind. It really was. I was like, this is the Onion episode all over again. <laughs> I'm so happy. I have so much stuff to share. This is all amazing to me. So.
1: Well, that was cool. Thank you
0: for telling us. Oh, you are so welcome. Thanks for coming. Thanks to all of you listeners also for coming and hearing about apples today. So any good updates from your life that you want to share this week?
1: Okay, so something big that happened this week was something that... It's scary, honestly. I changed email apps.
0: You're going to share about email? <laughs> I. Is that too mean? No. Okay. <laughs>
1: Part of it's without a necessity, one of the email addresses I'm having to use to work with a specific client is not a Gmail one. So then I had to do something to use an app that would allow me to use to have a non-Gmail and Gmail stuff all in one place.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And we've got, you know, an address for the podcasts like that. So it's like, I need to have one place for everything. Right. That's been fine for Gmail because I can do it all there. But suddenly a non-Gmail appears.
2: Oh. And I've got to
1: figure out how to have just as simple of a workflow to see all my emails. Super easy. So I started using this email app called Spark. And it is very good. And I like it very much. The pain of having to switch and knowing I needed to, to something that would let me see everything, mm-hmm. was very quickly alleviated by this cool app Nice. Uh, called Spark. And so if you need, anyone out there needs a different email thing, you're in the same situation I'm in, you've got different apps on your phone for email, do not do that. Uh, use something like Spark. And it's cool because it has some features that I had to do certain things to get added to my gmail Mm -hmm. at one point i had to install this whole thing to schedule emails so they would send at certain times that i wanted them to so i could write a few emails have them send the next morning so people aren't wondering why i'm emailing at midnight
0: yeah i wish i could do that with text messages
1: yes yeah but anyway so that was a big change (laughs) (laughs) that i've been excited about was not excited to have to do but since then i've been like this is so nice
0: Jam Robinson, Emily's technological husband, at it again.
1: Yep. Talking about email. So that was my <laughs> that was my very <laughs> exciting week. Um, what happened in your week?
0: So I got home and I had a letter in the mail. Uh-huh. And I love letters. And I opened it. It was obviously for my sister immediately. Uh-huh. And I opened it and she sent me a coloring page with mm-hmm. Nani Doss, the giggling granny who poisoned her husband's. Mm-hmm. And she wrote me a note that said that she got a book of serial killers, coloring book of serial killers for Christmas. And she colored me one and included a blank page of a different serial killer for me to color. And then I get to send that back and then she'll color another one and send it back to me with a new blank one. And we just get to go back and forth. And I thought that that was really nice. And she colored it while she was in class. So I'm going to color mine while I'm in class, probably. And I just think that that's so sweet.
1: How fortunate that the stars aligned for you and I to share about things that each other would not understand in the (laughs) slightest.
0: You don't understand someone sending you a nice gift in the mail?
1: I understand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's about where. It is. Yeah. That's where I, after that, I got lost. I was like, I love getting letters too. And I was like, yep, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then Once it got to the contents and all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. But it's okay though, because the email thing, you're probably like, what the heck? That's not cool. I would not have fun doing that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So the stars aligned and we both were able to share about those kind of things at the same
0: time. (laughs) I do understand the satisfaction of having something taken care of, but yes, I never would have shared about that, (laughs) but my sister and I do share a love of true crime. And so it's fun. And I thought it was just so sweet that she thought of me while she was doing that in her class. That's so nice.
1: That is nice. Being thought of by someone else is nice and being, receiving a letter from them. is nice.
0: That's true. Yeah. Thanks jam. And thanks to you guys for listening and hanging out.
1: Melissa and I have a lot of ideas for topics of chemistry in everyday life, but we want to hear from you. So if you have questions or ideas, you can reach out to us at Gmail, or on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Life. That's Chem, F-O-R, your life, to share thoughts and ideas. If you enjoy this podcast, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and if you really like it, tell one friend about our podcast that you think that they would they would like it and that it would bring some joy into their life so we can share chemistry with even more people.
0: That's always my goal. Mm-hmm.
1: If you'd like to help us keep our show going and contribute to cover the costs of making it, go to ko-fi.com slash life and donate the cost of a cup of coffee.
0: This episode of Chemistry for Your Life was created by Melissa Collini and Jane Robinson. References for this episode can be found in our show notes or on our website. Jam Robinson is our producer, and we'd like to give a special thanks to A. Collini and Ann Newell, who reviewed this episode.